Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up the Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, sinner as a savior's or Are they demented, love the punishment, I can't be sure But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force To make your life so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor Hello and welcome to A Talking Cast The A Talking Cat podcast that no one asked for I am your host, Sammy C And here with me is my guest, Colin Turner Welcome back, Colin Hello, hello I'm glad to have you back here to discuss Minute 17 For those of you following at home, that begins at 17.01 and ends at 18 It's a pretty great minute We get some beautiful scenery shots Oh boy, do we ever It's, uh, it's fantastic So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the summary. So it starts with a shot of Duffy just chilling in the gravel outside. And Franny is like, what was that all about, Duffy? And then Duffy, I just want to be clear, Duffy's response is him thinking to himself. Because you don't see him opening his mouth void. Because I wasn't sure if (laughs) if Duffy was thinking it, saying it, and they just kind of forgot the eldritch horror (laughs) void that is his mouth. Um, if that was only reserved for, like, the actual family members, or if they, if this is a movie where they very much could have just forgotten it. Because the funny thing is, is that Franny pauses long enough for him to deliver this kind of long rambling line, and she looks at him as if he's talking to her, but without the surprise of, like, oh my god, there's a talking cat, and maybe Duffy and Franny have, like, a mental connection. But yeah, it's shot in very much a way where it's, like, it seems to be, like, there's a back and forth between them but it's it's just cat thoughts what i like is like franny's like what was that all about duffy and then she says yeah she goes uh let me see i don't know what that was but i hope it all works out i is so funny to me because it's like what is she hoping will work out i just love how she's asking the cat and then (laughs) a little like annoyed that the cat doesn't respond to her Um, but no, she specifically talks to Duffy. She's like, Duffy, give me your insight. And Duffy gives some insight. He says, my guess is that Chris doesn't have experience showing affection or talking to girls or humans for that matter. Take your pick. I can't argue with the cat, but Duffy's kind of a dick. He is kind of a dick, but he's the only character who seems to have any insight about like how weird it is that, you know, Chris lives in almost complete isolation. I mean, apparently he goes to school. Or is it summer? Like, I kind of got the feeling this was, like, kind of like that, like, the last couple, like, week of August, like, September kind of deal, where you gotta cram in all that summer reading you really didn't want to do. I think my favorite line in this whole minute, though, is when Franny says... I don't know what that was, but I hope it all works out. And Duffy's think response is, I'll do my best. Well, he is. He is the talking cat sent here to guide people to 
greater revelation. <laughs> I, I just, I love Duffy's, like, sense of self-importance. I'm trying to imagine Duffy, like, trying to help out a family that actually had issues. I used to imagine Duffy uh, in, a, in, a, in a therapist's office. <laughs> with little with little cat glasses and like a little cat like clipboard and a little cat pencil writing down notes the session always ends with with the wife crying um, yep. i imagine them having a, a a son and a daughter roughly the same age <laughs> right the father shows up 15 minutes late every time what really ends up happening though is that for most of the talk they're freaking out because this cat's talking to them and or or like or Duffy gives some really just solid life advice, and it's just wonderful. And yes. so, and so the family just sits there for an hour, hoping their actual therapist will come, and it's just a cat. You know, yeah, Duffy's just thinking, and he's forgetting to speak. Alternatively, when he opens his mouth void, uh, just cosmic horrors come and just take the family away. So after the Franny exchange, though, we get the wonderful establishing shot. Duffy walks away, and then it's just like beach for no reason, and then it goes back to the big porn mansion. I love that we go from the porn mansion to the porn mansion and we have to have like three establishing shots for it but uh but the father remarks how uh retirement is boring and if this one it's like it's just it's boring and he's got like a nice little retiree soul patch going on he seems so lost about what to do with retirement that it doesn't really seem like they have television or internet in their house. He, he seems like a kid who's who's on summer vacation and like and like all of his friends are away on vacation or something. He's just kind of right. like, well, I've I've ran around the house four times. What do I do? I'm gonna sit down and talk to myself and then look over and there's Duffy. You know, he needs he needs the cat's advice. You said in the last episode that you just are envious of Duffy's life, and I think I'm I'm with you. I love how on his collar I'm not sure, but I think the collar changes from uh when he's outside giving Granny advice to when he's inside sitting on the sofa. I, I admire their prop work. I think it's <laughs> yeah. the most effort they really put in. The thing that fascinates me most about this collar is that the collar is apparently the source of his ability to speak like it's a magic collar. isn't that collar though because the magic collar is very so how did he get this collar on him that says duffy i first noticed the tag because franny when she's speaking to him she's like what was that all about and then she does like the thing where you like look at like an employee's name tag or something like at a best buy and you're like uh, Duffy, you know, like, she does that, like, head move, and I was like, oh, he must be wearing, like, a really prominent tag, and that's the first time I even noticed it. I just love how bored-looking this cat is. I, I really want to know whose cat it was. I know. I think it's Franny's, because he's got the most chemistry with her. Because my first thought when I saw this movie was, like, oh, this director or writer or somebody must have just had, like, just must really love their cat and just be like, hey, everybody, look at my cat. I'm gonna make a whole movie about this cat because... I love my cat. Just seeing how bored the cat is the whole time. Going back a little bit, what do you think the whole purpose of showing the beach was? I think they wanted, like, a smooth scene transition. I honestly have no idea. That's an unanswerable question. I keep going back to it, trying to find some meaning from it. And I think it's supposed to show, like, the passage of time? Maybe. That's a good idea. Duffy, like, enters the house. He's faced away from the window. And I really want to know how they got his attention, because... He's definitely not, like, a, a Hollywood cat that is used to, like, appearing in films. Because <laughs> he is, like, does not know what he's doing. So, yeah, I, we see laser pointers. I've seen laser pointers in early 
earlier minutes. This movie took like three days to make, so they might have been able to hold his attention for that long. I have to say, I'm impressed. I thought it would take at least five. They probably just had like a couple of sessions where they had the cat and they were just like, they just had the cat just kind of wander around and they just recorded everything he did and then just cut him into scenes. I'm positive. Do you have any closing thoughts on this fabulous minute? Only that uh, Eric Roberts sounds so drunk throughout this whole exchange. I fully agree with that assessment. Well, thank you so much for coming back. It was a blast. Uh, hope to have you back on again. Can't get enough of Talking Cast? Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Cast. Follow us on Twitter at Cast, And you can help out the show by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Bye! Minute by minute. That's so they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. It's a that was episode 18 of A Talking Cast, the A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for. Your host was Sammy C, with guest host Colin Turner. Edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kowaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. We all miss you, Linda Ahers.